Okay, it is time for the Jerry Jones Show, brought to you by Ford, the official vehicle of the Dallas Cowboys. Ford is the best in Texas. And a good morning, sir. How you doing? Well, I'm doing great. I'm actually sitting on the end of a runway and won't take off until we finish our show here. But uh, uh, I'm going down to the wonderful Bob McNair's memorial that, uh, of course, Bob has the Texans and uh, mm-hmm. uh, has passed. And so I'll be going down to Houston for his service. Well, uh, we appreciate you making time for us, sir. And if you need to sure. go, uh, you just give us the high sign and we'll cut on out for you. But we definitely appreciate your time, especially, uh, you know, on a, on a big weekend like this for your team and then personally with you, uh, as you just shared. But this is a big opportunity against the Eagles coming up on Sunday. You haven't swept this team since 2012. Jerry, we're trying to figure out how confident should the Cowboys be, how much better are they than the Eagles, and what do we need to do here to make it five in a row? Well, uh, I think that uh, we've seen our team, and they've seen themselves play at a level that uh, can win this game. Now, this game, uh, strategically, uh, uh, from every viewpoint, of course, uh, and there's nothing wrong with having this game, the next game, the most important game we'll play, then this is the game to have it that way. You're playing world champions. You're playing guys with a lot of talent. Uh, you're playing uh, with a lot of motivation. They could have a great story themselves after having just won the world championship, uh, get down and get back up and win it. So uh, we're going to get all they've got. And, uh, but uh, it's a great opportunity for us, and I just believe that uh, uh, we'll uh, uh, remember uh, how and how it felt, uh, how we executed, and uh, there's a lot of room to play better. Uh, believe it or not, the offense be the first to tell you. He could be the first to tell you about the offense. Uh, uh, there's room to improve, and so I, hopefully we'll see all of that. I think we've got a good chance to. Hey, Jerry, let's go back to draft day, the day you guys drafted Leighton Vanderesh. I want to hear the story on when you decided it was going to be Leighton Vanderesh. Was it close at all? Because I know the Cowboys always wanted him. A lot of different experts were thinking maybe a wide receiver. But I know you guys were impressed with him from the start. When did it come down to, well, we're definitely doing Leighton Vanderesh? Was it that day, the day before, that hour? Well, uh, certainly uh, as we entered the morning and were preparing to uh, get ready for these first picks who uh, can go pretty fast on that first day of the draft, uh, we knew we wanted Leighton. And uh, uh, there, there really was just the issue was somebody else going to take him. And uh, there were a lot, there were some good players up there. And you say, well, what if this player had dropped down? We knew the quarterback wouldn't because we had our quarterback. We knew the running back wouldn't because we had our running back. Wouldn't deter us. And uh, so, uh, uh, but uh, uh, it, it would, uh, it would be a misstatement to say that uh, we had a lot of expectations for him. We really thought he was unique. We thought he can instinctively break on the ball and pass defense. Uh, He has that uh, uh, length range. He has that range of arm length that is disturbing to quarterbacks. They look out there and it looks like that whole center field has uh, got something in it. And it's kind of like a tall defensive lineman while he's not about to hit the quarterback, the quarterback still has to see the, his height and as he's coming his way. 
So uh, Leighton does that. Uh, but I, I must tell you, he's playing above uh, my expectations. I, I venture to say playing above most anybody's expectations in that draft room. So Jerry, he's the he's the wolf hunter, and I think there was a picture of him online, and someone said he was at the Christmas party with a wolf on his shoulder, a dead wolf head or something. Did you see him? Well, I saw him at the party and uh, missed the wolf, but it could have been lurking around in there somewhere. We don't we don't know. Uh, uh, there was uh, there there was a a, a a great great festive mix of people, and I'm sure there were some wolves in there somewhere. And um, but the bottom line is that uh, he is a first of all he's very genuine. Uh, his family is very genuine. They're sharp as a tack, savvy. Uh, where people, uh, a lot of times that exposure to nature and that exposure to that kind of life leaves you very aware. Awareness, just awareness of uh, uh, your life and everything around you. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the term I would use for his entire family is how aware they are. And uh, he's, it's all uphill for him, and it is something that uh, feels so good to see his family support him and are engaged in him and his involvement. And it's not doubting. It's not being right there, have to be a part, looking over his shoulder. It is participating in the experience, and they are, and he welcomes it. He just uh, glows when uh, uh, his family is around and uh, uh, you know, they're just uh, none. Of, none of this is make believe for them, and they've expected it. They've actually, I can tell, they have expected this. Everywhere he's gone, he he walked on. He had to. He was, was a surprise when he was in high school. He was a surprise when he got to college, and uh, so he's always uh, uh, exceeded any expectations about it. We appreciate you sharing that perspective. That's really interesting stuff, and Cowboys are just eating it up, learning more and more about him. Now, I did see that uh, Coach Marinelli said Coach Chris Richard was the biggest pickup of the offseason. That's saying quite a bit considering how well Leighton's done as, as a rookie. Who do you see as the, as the biggest catalyst for change on the defense, or do you agree with Rod Marinelli's? Well, I uh, uh, only at the risk of diminishing what Rod means to us and what he means to uh, Rashad or what he means to our team. But at the risk of saying that, I agree with Rod. And what is amazing is the one who is the coordinator of defense and just such a, uh, a treasure to have in the, for, for all he's been about and what he's about in football and the NFL and then his just approach to coaching young men. For him to say that, that's a pretty selfless uh, way of uh, really uh, stating a fact. Rashad has uh, made a huge difference from not having him here uh, to be a part of this thing. So, Jerry, there's an interesting article on Randy Gregory this week and him and his life and, and what led him to different things. And in the article, it talks about how uh, you talked to him before the draft process and were very emotional uh, during it. And I just love to know about that just because I played for six different Major League Baseball organizations and, you know, general managers slash owners. I mean, they don't really open up like that. So I just would love to know on on kind of your perspective on how you open up because the players that you have – 
or had, they, they love you. I mean, when we talk uh, about Jerry Jones, they just love you. And that's always interesting to me because from my perspective, players don't really love uh, general managers or owners too much. Well, um, first of all, uh, I'm going to have to say this. I haven't worked today in my life since I became involved with the Dallas Cowboys. There's no work here for me. This is a labor of love, and the greatest part of it are the people. Now, uh, there's a couple of people uh, uh, without missing somebody, uh, but there's some people on this that I'm talking to on this radio show that mean a lot to me. Chris, uh, guys, that now we've been together now going on 30 years, and uh, we both have, of our own volition, chosen to be a part of sports and be a part of this thing. Well, that's what I'm thinking when I say uh, when we have our top 30 rookies come in or we're in Indianapolis and you get a chance to interview a player, uh, you know that you could easily end up spending a lifetime with them. And then there's time after when they're playing. And that's happened to me. Uh, the players that uh, uh, we had in the early 90s, well, they've long since played, but they are really friends of mine. In some cases, they were business associates. And uh, we didn't stop. You know, you just don't turn off uh, caring about somebody uh, just because they've quit being able to catch a pass or run with the ball. And so all of this has been a, uh, just uh, uh, so rewarding. And it always was about that it was about the people that are involved uh, and the strategies are going through the dicey times or the hard times if you will the tragedies uh, you're around people they have uh, family tragedies losses uh, you just run the gambit that we have in our lives and uh, the other thing is that uh, of course I have got to start from pretty far back in the pack. And uh, most of these guys didn't come in the King of England. And so they've started back in the pack in their own way. Well, uh, there's a real kinship there. Jerry, that's a hard that's a hard answer for me to follow with a good question, but I got one for you. Uh, you know, every year, every year coaches get on a hot seat. And about an hour ago, Pat Doney from uh, NBC5, he was with the show, on, with the Sean and RJ show, and he brought up a stat about Jason Garrett that over the last three years, he's won 29 games. There's no coach in the NFC has a better record, and only Bill Belichick has a better record over the last three years. I wanted to ask you if you think that – I know you guys judge coaches and players on the success, and, and maybe his record is diluted by – there's not been a lot of playoff success with the regular season record. Do you think he's somewhat underrated? Because it seems like every year you got to defend him or there's a lot of media or fans are saying he's got to go. And you say, no, he's our coach. Uh, I know you know a lot of things about him, but were you aware that how successful he's been over the last three years? Whereas, you know, I think a lot of people were surprised he had that many victories and he was the number one guy in the NFC. Yeah. Well, first of all, Yes, I hang on every uh, 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 every victory or every positive. Uh, and uh, no, um, I don't uh, 
see the terminal aspect of some of the negatives. I do not see that. Uh, uh, the, the, the facts are there's some good and there's some not so good. There's no place in the NFL that there's some good and there's some not so good. There always is. And uh, now, uh, the real world is it doesn't, uh, it, it's not uh, puzzling to me why he has the criticism. And in my case, why I have the criticism for not making uh, changes or why I have the criticism. Uh, that's, what, that's what this is about. And uh, I have never had a single day since I've been involved in something I love as much as I do, the Dallas Cowboys, that I was not having criticism, serious criticism, from the first day that we walked in here. Now, I brought Jimmy Johnson into the Dallas Cowboys, and I did. It wasn't exactly like you were dishing up a guaranteed champion in any way to uh, do that at the time. And, of course, we had some hard times early. Uh, but that goes with it, and really, I, I, I would say my own experience in sport, but my own experience in my life, uh, watching my parents come from nothing and having hard times and, and not uh, having the, the, the looking in the mirror, not having the money to go, or uh, all of that uh, manifests itself in uh the type of criticisms that I hear with Jason. Uh, I want to remind everybody, I spent 20 years in the scouting room with his father. And uh, his father had wonderful, wonderful qualities, but he had some warts too. And I knew that Jason was his father's son. Well, the, the very, uh, uh, any, uh, uh, negatives or anything that wasn't just glowing, that even helped create some of the things that were glowing. Now, they both were brilliantly, uh, had great minds, loved football, and all Jason had ever heard in his life was sports and football. And uh, there's there was certainly enough to not be shocked if he turned out to be a heck of a coach. We got to get, we got to get, we got to get some playoff wins. Uh, Jason needs a championship, and we all do. Our fans do. We get that done, and you're going to be shocked at how all of a sudden his record of coaching and his coaching qualities all of a sudden become the most noted thing about him, not lack thereof of playoff victories. So well said, Jerry. Yeah. Thank you so much. How sure are you Tyron's going to play Sunday? Well, I, I don't know. The only one that really knows is he's looking at us, looking down. Uh, okay. But uh, I'm hopeful that he will. And I, obviously, he has a track record of going when he when it's when when he can go. And what, what uh, you, I'm I'm positive about it. Very good. What do you think about this Eagles linebacker saying the Cowboys always choke? Do you have a reply to him or anything about that? Yeah, uh, that's the that's the competitor, uh, uh, and uh, uh, we we just uh, uh, you know I don't I don't want to have any response uh, because um, uh, he knows how much we respect them. You'd be mad if you didn't. You're talking about the world champions. They won a Super Bowl last year, uh, but uh, there, there's a lot of guys over in that uh, 
Philadelphia that know uh, uh, that we've got some things that we can do too. Well, thanks for your time on a morning like this. Safe travels and uh, best of luck to you on Sunday. Hey, Jerry, before you get okay. out of here, a couple of weeks ago you said if, uh, you know, the Cowboys win this particular game, everybody's going to do the ooh-wee and you want me to do the ooh-wee. You guys win on Sunday. I think everybody in the building is going to be going, oh, for Leighton Van Der Esch. <laughs> Hey. Do me, an, do me a wolf call with the ooey on it. I think a wolf could get that role right at You the know end. what? I'm going to do that for you. You ready? I think you could. Now, uh, you'd scatter them. Ooh-wee! Hey, now that's a wolf right there. Yeah. <laughs> Good talking to you, Jerry. Have a safe flight. All right. Me too. Thanks, Kat.